welcome back to another episode of Knowledge This Degree here on Blind Knowledge Network. Man, I am Joey B. I am chilling like a villain without anything that rhymes with villain because it is just a great day. It's a perfect day um, here in Florida, at least. I don't know how it is there. I don't want to talk too much about the weather because people kind of get pissed about that. Um, especially this time of year. But we got special things going on, especially at blindknowledge.com, live stream, social media access, inside scoops, bonus content, RSS feeds, and a page, a, bu- a bio page actually, for every single cre- uh, creative person on my roster, or our roster, I should say at this point. Podcasters, digital content creators, gamers, live streamers. And hey, maybe we even will have, maybe we will even have some musicians someday. I hope so. We got to wrap it, man. But enough about that. Enough about all that. Right now, we have a number one podcast on good pods. I do forget the category, but I'm sure the host will remind me. This is Tales from the Animal Kingdom. And I have the host with the most on toast over here. Would you like to introduce yourself to the world? Yeah, of course, man. Fuck me, the host for the most on toast. On toast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good to me. So, yeah, so for people who fucking obviously don't know, um, it's Tales from the Animal Kingdom or TFTAK podcast because Tales from the Animal Kingdom's a mouthful. Um, and, yeah, it's just me on my own, Adam, and I just talk shit to anyone in the world about anything they want we cover real life issues flat earth aliens mushroom overlords and fourth dimensional beings actually there is no stopping if you want to chat about it i'll chat to you about it that that's what the podcast is about hell yeah dude hell yeah and i am so happy to have you on the blind knowledge train and this train is going somewhere, man. I don't know where we're going, but we have a track and we have a train. The destination is unknown, but I think it's to the stars. We're going to have to find out, you know, knock on wood sure. and everything. Either that or, you know, we're just going to float and then fall like a balloon that gets popped. So either way, man, we're going to have a lot of fun. A lot of fun indeed. But I got to ask you the first question because this is the behind the content series here on Knowledge This Degree. So we got to know, bro. Adam, we got to know. How'd you get into podcasting? How did I get into podcasting? Oh, yeah, was it like know, a referral? Did you stumble upon it? Did you just say, oh, wow, that looks cool? Like, how did you get into this thing, this industry? Well, I'll, I'll go for the long, boring story. Um, as we get time, it's, it's always a, it's always a weird one when people ask, like, "How did you get into it?" Because sometimes I just say, "Oh yeah, I just fancy doing something different," and then going from there. But well, you could I mean, say you're just on a bender and you ended up with a microphone and you're listening back and it sounded good. <laughs> oh no, I, I literally can't stand the sound of my own voice. Dude. That definitely wouldn't have happened. Uh, but but the way it happened is I, I was at work. And I was a welder at the time and I was allowed to have my own little space. And I filled that with listening to music. I'm a guitarist, metalhead, um, for first and foremost. So I used to listen to my heavy metal music while doing welding. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. It, it suited down to the T. And then as things are, 
I was like, oh, looking for something a bit different. So I stumbled across, obviously, Joe Rogan, uh, Sam Tripoli with Tim Foil Hat, um, a lot of guests, um, you know, Tim Dillon, lots of different people. And it's nothing against US-based podcasts. This is an important thing because every time I say the story, people are like, oh, you fucking hate Americans. I don't. We're like two minutes America. in, bro, and you're already hating on us over here. <laughs> Damn. Oh, dude. Oh, the fuck, honestly. Bro. <laughs> and, and, but every time I say it, they're like, "What have you got against it, man?" And it's like, it's, "I haven't got anything against Americans." We're very defensive. Time... Very defensive. <laughs> We're number one, bro. bro. No number twos over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, man. I mean, it's. I was listening to all, all the all the like American guys doing it, and there was just certain words and phrases not, not so much the slang terms but when you talk about your you know the governments um, amendments uh, but you know and things like that i was like what the fuck is this and i'm a lazy ignorant english man i did not fucking bother to look into any of it so i just went do you know what i want to fucking do a podcast where i talk shit <laughs> with one of my pals and i'm going to talk about english shit and english problems and that's how it all started. Interesting. <laughs> really? Yeah. Cool, man. So you kind of filled a hole, a gap, a niche that wasn't there. So you're saying you just couldn't find someone in the UK that was podcasting or just they were total shit and you haven't found them? Well, I looked at, I looked at a few in the UK and trying to find the UK specifically was um, a little bit difficult. And mm. well, the podcast started off with... I have a I have a long history of being in a band uh, in many bands actually, and I have a very good friend uh, called Aaron, who I was in a band with many moons ago. Probably two thousand and seven we started, mm, and we've wow. been in contact. We've been friends for like twenty years, and he's like my go-to guy for anything outlandish. If I have a weird idea or something like that, I can go to Aaron and go, "Oh, what about this?" And he'll be like, "Yeah, fucking cool. Let's go for it." And nice. when I was thinking of, when I was thinking about the podcast, I was like, I wonder if Aaron would be up for it because I need to talk to someone. I can't sit there and talk to myself. So I said to Aaron, "Hey man, this is my idea. What do you want to do?" And he said, "Count me in. Let's do it." And we turned round the podcast, the first episode, in a week from the initial idea. Wow. Wow. Yeah. For anyone listening out there that doesn't do podcasts, that's pretty fast. For sure, I would say. Yeah, man. That's from nothing. I had no equipment at all. I didn't even have a laptop from really? that first discussion. I, no, yes, straight up, man. I spoke to Aaron on my phone. I texted him and said, shall we do it? And he was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. I had no idea what I needed to record, what an RSS feed was to how to launch a podcast, how to do anything at all. It was just like, it was one of the stupid ideas that I normally have. And we just rolled with it as such. That's cool as hell. That's cool yeah. as hell, dude. Um, it is funny that you're just like, well, we'll just talk shit because that's that's what we want to do. Uh, yeah. That's that's hilarious. Yeah, podcasting itself, it's it's huge in the U.S. Obviously, um, I looked at a map the other day of like where podcasts are. You know, the darkest on the map. So it went from light to dark, and the darkest was the U.S. Like we are so oversaturated, we are. Uh, inundated in podcasts everyone wants to podcast everyone think they thinks they can podcast 
Yeah, and, in, sure. and included in those numbers, and I, it's somewhere between 750,000 and 1.2 million. Um, basically, they're they're counting anyone that really has a anchor or a Discord, uh, a, um, a Spreaker, rather. Even if they upload mm. one episode and then quit, you know, they're they're still counted. So I think those numbers are a little off, but yeah, it makes sense. I mean, shit, you. It, the, you can find a podcast about what color socks to wear, pretty much at yeah. this point. <laughs> but the the reason why I bring that up is on the map. You know, Europe is is starting to get on the well. At least they were on the map. It was a light shade, but it wasn't as light as other areas. Uh, mm. India had a, a darker color, even China. But you know, around the UK, France, Germany, that area, you know, it seems like it's starting to get with it. Um, at least, you know, in the podcasting thing, um, at this point now, now that you're in it, now that you're doing it, have you noticed an uptick in UK podcasts or is this map lying to me? No. Yeah, that definitely, obviously this is, we, I started, I always say we, people always, I'll just clarify one It's the royal we, my friend, it's the That's royal it, man. we. That's it. But the, but the part I need to clarify is because Aaron is no longer in the show. Aaron is no longer anything to do with oh. TFTAK. Uh, there's no there's no bad blood there. Uh, we you know I can explain all of that story of how it progressed over the year. Um, we can we can go down there. But yeah, the, you're right. Every time I say we, it's me and the podcast. It's the royal we. Because uh, so many people go, we who who is it? You and who? And I'm like, no man, it's me and the fucking podcast. It's like. It's, yeah, it's a collective. Exactly, <laughs> it's a thing. It's it's a thing. it's me and the thing. It's it's us. Yeah, I get that. So yeah, to, to answer the question, there is an uptake since I started a year ago. I notice even in my small towns that there is podcasts coming up that I've never heard of or would never have heard of, and I think a lot of people. This is not this is not to sound like oh cliche because it's all in the news, but I think a lot of people want to be the next Joe Rogan. And a lot of young lads, probably 18, 19, 20 year olds. I'm speaking for the UK. A lot of the podcasts are young lads, all smoking, getting high, and just talking shit between them as friends, which I absolutely agree with. And that's how I started. But the, I think a lot of the guys just see it as like, we can make a quick podcast and then it's going to blow up and we're going to be millionaires because there's not a lot of quality in it. And I've actually branched out to people and said look dude i'm not trying to blow smoke up my own ass but i've been doing it for this long if you want some hints and pointers how to get like intro music how to get this i can show you and no one wants to know so everyone so you i you know i can leave them to it that actually that perfectly aligns with blind knowledge and what we are trying to do um <laughs> Basically, you know, it's all about that collective spirit helping out. Like if someone, like you said, needs help with an intro, maybe needs to chop up segments and, and figure out how to transition. And maybe they need to use inflections in their voice because they're too monotone. It's a tough subject to bring up, but it's just constructive criticism. We should all be direct yeah. and honest because it's going to it's going to help in the end. And I totally agree. Like. Everyone thinks they can podcast. Everyone thinks they can just go on the radio. Everyone thinks they can pick up a guitar and play it in 30 days. Nope, nope, and no way, dude. No way. But I, I, I have to believe that being a musician 
having that background, that creative outlet, you know, podcasting does does that kind of um, does that kind of align with? Um, is it the same feeling? Is it the same kind of release of energy that you get from music, or you know, is it is it comparable? You think, or are they two different things? Well, that, that's 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 a good question, man. Because it, it's something I've thought about personally off air a lot of the time. Because uh, you know, I I play guitar for years since I was fifteen. So about oh God, I'm thirty three now. So too fucking long and it's like I, I i haven't really been playing guitar the last few years because i've just been busy doing other stuff and i know it's no excuse every other guitarist in the world's gonna go oh you lazy fucks pick up the guitar but yeah it's for me doing the podcast is actually a lot more rewarding than playing live in a band i, I don't know about yourself if you've ever played live but we me and aaron and the bands i was in i mean in one year I think we did 200 shows in a year. Uh, that's that's a lot of fucking shows, dude. Yeah, um, that's it, professional <laughs> status. That's the real deal. Damn, 200 dates. Yeah. Wow. It was it was it was insane. We were playing. Sometimes we were playing seven nights a week, um, and some nights we were doing two, and it could even be three shows in one night Damn. by jumping around and going to other venues just to fill in because we were like helping out other people. You know, if you need someone to fill in, we'll do a 20 minute set. We'll do a 15 minute set and loading in, loading out mic checks, all the practice time, all of the gear, equipment and cost behind it. You know, I spoke about on my last episode with, um, when we had Polton the rapper on, it's just, it's, you don't get much from it because you're such a perfectionist as a musician. Every time someone comes up to you and says, Oh, that was really good. You beat yourself up and go, I don't know if it was though, because I fucked this bit up. But for some reason, dude, with the podcast, I can do it. And when I get feedback, I'm like, yeah, cheers. Cheers, man. Thanks very much. That's fucking, that's awesome. Because you can see your numbers. You can see the stats. And I don't know, it gives me a lot more. Yeah, to answer your question without going on too much of a tangent, it's, it's comparable, but not exactly the same. Right on. Yeah, I um I agree. Yeah, I've been playing guitar since I was 15 too, and I'm 35, so that's about 20 years, which makes me feel like I should get a rocking chair at this point. <laughs> um, you know, I yeah, I've played out. I played out uh, in around Boston. I've been in recording studios. I've done the deal. I did it young. I did it in my teens and my 20s, and then I kind of. I don't know. I still fiddle with the guitar, but I kind of lost touch with it recently. I've I'm focused on this. I'm focused on the business part, which takes up all of my time pretty much. Um, and then, you know, I'm finally, finally back to broadcasting and like having these discussions and setting up interviews. And it's the stuff I love, man. I, I love it. Do you find yourself ever, you know, do you just, ever have a day where you're like mm, i don't want to do this today well in terms of like podcasting yeah in terms of podcasting like have you ever woken up and you have a show and you're supposed to be scheduled and have you ever just said mm, nah. uh, not not really but i did have a big wobble um back in uh, probably end of september or september time that was when well when aaron and me went separate ways um oh, yeah that's different yeah that's there was it's emotional but, but but i 
but I literally had a wobble um, three episodes before, before yeah, but three episodes before we called it a day as us two. I hated every fucking minute of it, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, and I know it's going out to everyone uh, because I I, I've, I don't want to sugarcoat it because uh, my podcast isn't like that at all. And I did. I, I literally couldn't stand it. And I said to my wife, I don't want to do this no more. I literally do not want to do it. It was it was a drain. It was ag every fucking week to log in and just speak. And people listen to the episodes, which I talk about. And they're like, what? It doesn't, you can't tell. And I was like, yeah, I know, man, because I'm good at covering it up. But I, yeah. And, and that's why there's a, a whole change from the last few episodes. And I sound so different. And the podcast is different as well it's because i love it again now i fell in love with it you can totally tell when someone's passionate about something versus they're just like trying to get through the day i think yeah i think it subconsciously actually comes through like i I truly believe that when you hear someone that's really into it that really believes in what they're doing and is well prepared and they're just like oh yeah i'm gonna do this you know there's there's this energy that that the audience gets at least in my my seat i'm like wow this this even if it's not interesting for some things, it's just like, <laughs> well, I'll try. I'll try. This dude likes it or this woman likes it. So, yeah, maybe I'll like it too. Um, yeah, it's almost contagious. So, you know, um, that must have been hard. That must have been hard to have a creative partner that you spent a lot of time with, a lot of effort. Uh, I've been through situations with you know, musicians in and out of bands, you know, people come and go where it's like you, you put this effort in, you know, this person becomes such a close, close friend. Um, at this point in your career, as far as podcasting, do you ever see yourself going with another permanent co-host or do you see yourself kind of maybe having recurring co-hosts at this point? Um, you know, what is your long-term, uh, setup i guess is the question there is no future plans for tftak to have a co-host or reoccurring co-host uh that that's just straight up because where the podcast has been has gone in the last three four months has blown up and it's just been me doing it I'm not trying to sound big-headed, but it's about me having creative control mm. over everything, and I want to stick it. I want to stick to it just like that. I've got other projects and plans in the future with other people where we can, where you know, we'll have, you know, we'll work together. But for TFTAK, and the purposes of this chat is just going to be me. So right people have to just fucking put up with it. Put up with my voice only now. Hey man, I got knowledge this degree. I don't have a co-host. I mean, personally. I'd actually rather a co-host, maybe not on this format with the behind the content, but going forward when I actually am rolling out knowledge, this degree, we have segments and we have call-ins actually, we're going to have text-ins, we're going to have a mailbag. And I of course have guests lined up, up the wazoo. Um, I still, I still enjoy having a co-host. I like having a way to bounce off of someone and not just have me go on some diatribe. Because, like Adam, I'm good for five minutes, five solid, solid live minutes. After that, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know what happens. I think I just keep talking, and then I just, I'm like, I hope that makes sense in my brain. I'm like, what am I even talking about? Where do I go with this? And, um, yeah, it's just uncomfortable for me. I um, I don't know how to really put it, uh, put it into words. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that one. It just seems to me like as someone that's in bands, you know, maybe not with TFTAK, but do you see yourself doing maybe another pod or another project with one, two, four, seven people? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll always have the door open. I'll be very open to discussing with anyone if they want to do um any future projects i mean i've got one lined up anyway which is international uh, which is going to take up a lot of time um because I, I get stuck in dude you know like when i well like yourself pretty much when i've got an idea in my head and i'm like right let's roll with it i'm rolling with it a hundred percent full force I'm putting all my time all my effort and i'm like like before like i said dude with when me and aaron had the initial idea of the podcast i was Boom, I need a laptop, bought a laptop that afternoon. I need this, bought, bought this, I need this, bought that. And, and I was just like, right, I'm ready. And within a couple of days, <laughs> I was ready. Because ready. I was like, fucking, let's, let's go, let's do this. So, yeah, man. Hell yeah, I, I recognize that. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Oh, I need a green screen now? Boom, Amazon's yeah. here tomorrow. Boom, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh, I need an accountant? Boom, LegalZoom, let's do it. Done. On to the next thing. Like... It's just crazy. It's crazy. This is the, it's not even in business too. It's my life. Like I'm just I'm quick to the point. Let's get it done. Let's wrap because yeah. you know you there's something else coming around the corner. Um Yeah, man. It's 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 um it's funny. It's refreshing to hear someone else has that that mentality because there's just a lot of lazy people and I can be lazy too, but it's like like you said when you when you have an idea and you're all about it, you're 100% in, it's like full throttle, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. So tell us about TFTAK. We know you're talking shit. We know you're having fun. What kind of guests have you had on recently? What type of guests have I had on? Wow. Yeah, like um, teachers and artists or uh, fortune tellers? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. My latest guest uh, for my year anniversary show was with um, a guy called well his, his actual name's Corey, but he is goes under the rapper name of poltergeist od um and he's a horrorcore rapper Ooh. um yeah he, he's fantastic man he sounds he sounds very similar to eminem and that's just all my english folk every wow. time i show people they're like oh shit, it sounds like eminem and he does and to be honest he's such a cool fucking guy and he's in um guitars as well he's into guitars he was in bands and stuff so i really gelled with him when he come on last um it was it was fucking incredible man and um oh, me. i mean we, i could tell you every fucking guest i've ever had on but some of them are, are weird as shit man i mean we had um let's get weird I, dude we, okay well how weird do you want to go what wicked we i want to go i want to go wicked weird bro like what who's the who's the weirdest guest you've had so far weirdest guest okay well i had um a, a, a lady called ashes 
who has her own podcast with a guy called Pat, which is on Wednesday we talk weird. Or we talk weird on Wednesday. I always fucking misquote it. So, Ashes, if you ever listen to this, I'm sorry. It's one of them. And, uh, and, and basically, she come on and we just spoke for like two and a half hours, nearly three hours, about aliens about uh bigfoot being a uh, about bigfoot being an alien as well um how is fourth dimensional how there's uh right what do we talk about big fourth dimensional whales in the sky and then the best the part hell? of the conversation oh yeah it went deep man that's the weird as fuck holy shit was when yeah if she told us a story about a guy that, that she fucking spoke to that only lived half an hour away from her who had the world's biggest penis? It was <laughs> it, uh, honestly, dude. It was she. She assures us that it was half as wide as his face, and when laying down, his penis come up to his fucking nose. Oh, and now, no way, no way. Obviously, this this requires many a many a question, as you can imagine. Yeah. So we say, what do you do with it? Can he put it anywhere? Does he get erect? <laughs> All these questions are answered. Uh, that's good we need to know yeah and and but most importantly for the weirdness element that you know you guys want to hear is how has this man been laden with this huge penis and it's because of course he's an alien comes down (laughs) to earth and he travels around and every time he goes to a different alien colony they give him a bit more length i kid you not this is the conversation we had with her so uh yeah that that was a pretty cool one <laughs> as a legit third leg yeah <laughs> yeah it's gonna be tough how do you even sleep that thing just bouncing around i don't know was it based off of know. like someone with a with a giant penis or was it just like a hypothetical kind of conversation no this was a actual pictures video um oh there's yeah. evidence there's... Yeah, straight up, man. This, and, and like, <laughs> wow. we didn't we, we didn't get sent the um, evidence, but she assures me that she has seen it, and it's very, very uh, convincing. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I, I don't know how to take it, man. All I right. mean, my skeptical mind is just like, radio. Okay, keep going. Fair, um, fair. Well, shout out to Ashes and, you know, and being weird and and um, hanging out with that uh, that third leg. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But we had oh one one awesome guest. I will have to say is because it's my kind of claim to fame is we had uh, Simon Bamford from Hellraiser. Come mm. on, the actual the actual film Hellraiser. He was one of the Cenobites. Wow. Uh, so yeah, he he come on and he's fucking English as well, which is cool. So we just spoke. Well, that, to be fair, that episode is episode thirty one on the podcast i thought it was going to be like this proper conversation about you know how he was in hellraiser and stuff like that oh we spoke about fucking dogs in costumes and dogs walking around the woods and just just silly stuff man so that that was a really good one it was entertaining stuff man i've heard i've heard your pod of course and um it's entertaining and i mean shit you are offering multiple perspectives on things uh i was talking to one of our guys uh alex with the abbey normals this morning uh we did a um kind of a little podcast behind the content style and actually it went it went lengthy and it was great it was great he's such a good dude um he said the same kind of stuff you're saying though it's really interesting you guys align We'll have to introduce you. 
I'll have to take you yeah, around. Sure. I'll take you around the Discord. It, it, it is kind of a bummer that, um, you know, we're not physically in a studio. I mean, personally, that's what I'm used to. Mm. But I'm getting used to this this digital world. Like, you're over in the UK. Uh, blind mm-hmm. knowledge, man. We're in the, So we're in the UK now that you're on board. Um, we're in India. We're in Canada. We're in the US. We're in Germany. And possibly Australia soon. Actually, we are. Yeah, Mina. Mina's Australian. She's in Serbia right now. She's stuck in Serbia, which is kind of funny. Um, But not funny at the same time, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I'm not there. But, yeah, so we're we're representing. And that wasn't part of the plan. And and, uh, the plan changes. You know, you kind of just roll with the punches. Um, What a change, man. What a change, man. A lot of change. Just riding the wave over here. Like my ideas and my vision were were very small set. I never really realized we'd go this big this quick. And we're not huge. We're nothing. We're nothing too. Um, eh, we're nothing too huge. Like like good pods. Um, you know, obviously they're they're real big. And you're on good pods, my friend. Um, tell us yeah, tell us about your good pods journey and uh, how your show's doing on their charts. Oh, well, <laughs> basically, I didn't even know Good Pods existed until maybe four months, four or five months ago, October last year. And that that's kind of my main uh, checkpoint in my podcast in life, because that's when I went to just single me, single host. So I didn't know anything about podcasts or podcasts, fuck sake, sorry, Good Pods. So I, I was put my first episode out with... Uh, Shane Cummins of Realm of Unknown. Shout out to Shane, he's a good geezer. Uh, yeah, so I did the episode and I was like, I wonder how that went. And I had a look at my normal stats and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's really fucking blowing up really well. And then someone posted their Good Pods ranking. And I was like, what the fuck? Good Pods? So me being me and, you know, as you know, inquisitive as ever, I signed up and thought, oh, okay. And someone had already made up the tftak good pods uh like listing and i was like oh okay well who the fuck's that so i obviously hmm. claimed that bad boy back and was like that's <laughs> mine you know i'm not having anyone else fucking put anything because they listed me as us as well which which was like hey you know i love my us brothers but don't fuck it i'm not i'm not one of them you know that's yeah that's them so right. i was like okay cool and i left it as that and i didn't really think much of it and i thought i don't know how to find the rankings and all of a sudden someone said to me you're number 13 on this week's comedy interviews ranking. And I was like, huh? So I went on and there's a category and subcategory comedy interviews, and you can do it yearly, monthly, no, of all time, monthly, weekly, and you can choose all pods or just indie pods. And there I was number 13 or, or something like that uh, for the, for that week. And I was like, wow, what the fuck, man? That, that's, that's, <laughs> that's so awesome. Cool. And it, pro- it was, it was awesome. Like, wow, that's cool. And then from there, I didn't really pay much attention to it. And then I just started carrying on with my content, making sure I was doing the, the you know, getting the best guests I could, trying to be better at listening and not over talking people, just trying to improve my game as much as possible mm. because I was doing it on my own. And I was like, I've got to make this good because otherwise I'm going to fall out of love with it. And it's going to be just, it's going to die on its ass. And then maybe, let's go back, maybe about december time i was having a look and i was like top 10 in comedy interviews 
for the month. Wow. And I was like, I was like, shit. Okay, cool. And then Good Pods moves really quick. The rankings move really quick. Like if someone puts a new episode out and it gets a shit ton of listens, it, it goes up the charts, but then it goes down the charts, etc. And then the other, I think it was the other month, someone said to me, you're number two listed and i was like yes that's cool man and, you know uh, yeah so i put the i put a screenshot up and i like oh that's awesome i'm gonna keep that for when i feel bad i'm just gonna bring it up it's going and, on the fridge yeah. yeah that's it dude it's like i'm gonna keep that in my little in my little bank of like yes my, my achievements <laughs> that's awesome and then the other day i looked and i'm number one Number one. That's so cool, man. You literally went like up the ladder pretty much. Yeah, man. And I, I haven't checked recently, but yeah, that, number one. And I was like, holy shit. And <laughs> yeah, I, it, was, it was really funny. My um, my wife was listening to a podcast. I can't think what the podcast was, but it was definitely the one that was number two at the time. And I was like, can you fucking not? listen to that podcast because i don't need to give them any more listens because if they bump me off number one i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> so, so yeah man yeah it's your rival right there number two yeah but you got home field advantage because you're number one yeah that's it dude that's so cool man that's got to be justification for the hard work for the the uh the direction you've taken it in you know as solo and you putting those little things in, putting that work in, like trying not to talk over one another. That's a hard skill. It took me a while to figure it out, and sometimes it still happens. Um, another skill that I I swear by is the host is the host. You know, if, if there's yeah, yeah. something you got to do, the host has to take control. The host has to moderate, you know, if there's a lot of people and just kind of shut up and take the back seat. You know, it just depends on like the format and it's important to stick to the format and, and have consistency and and and, you know, be who you are all the time consistently so that your audience gets that same. I don't want to say character. Because this is me. This is legit me. Um, yes, I it, It's me. It's just I'm kind of dialed up. I'm like, boom. You know, I'm not I'm not always like this. Sometimes I'm laying on the couch, you know, just chilling. But this shit gets me excited. Um, for me, I started in college radio, you know, and then I did uh, Internet radio. So I'm I'm really used to because of my background. I'm used to having like a board in front of me, a phone going off, three CD players, a turntable, uh, and I'm talking live and doing a PSA and trying to tell you the Gangstar song that just played. It's it's mind boggling when you first get in there, but if you can if you can take that over and then have control over that, I that's where I started, and then I started to learn you know inflections and being positive. Well, not positive, but being um, confident in yourself in a good way. Yeah. You know that positive self talk because it's like you said earlier, dude. You know, hearing from someone that you're doing a good job, I don't know about you, man. I am such, um, I'm so hard on myself. I'm my own worst enemy. Um, you know, if I screw something small up that pr no one probably noticed, but I noticed it, of course. You know, it's just mm -hmm. like, 
99% of the whole interview or the whole podcast or some show it could be perfect, could be great in my eyes, or uh, yeah, in my eyes. Uh, but there was that one little thing, that one fucking moment where I'm like, I want that back. And the whole thing's just not as good as it could be. Um, do you find that you're like, it sounds like you are. It sounds like you're like that too. Do you find yeah. that as like motivation and positive or does it, I mean, let's be honest. Does it ever kind of get you down that there's like no perfection in this stuff? I mean, you could spend hours audio editing, but there's always going to be some kind of inconsistency. I think, do you take it as motivation I, in a positive way or does it ever get you down? I never, ever edit anything of my podcast ever i don't even listen to it back a lot of the time i might give it a quick run through to make sure that it doesn't cut out completely uh but straight up dude this is something that a lot of people get like what the fuck i don't edit a single damn thing i get the person on skype zoom or whatever and i say right dude i'm gonna press i'm gonna press record let's go i press record i talk we talk i say see you later and the recording stops i chuck that into um uh, it could be audacity or whatever i'm using at the time throw my intro on the top make sure the sound wave is consistent and it just goes up that's that's it and because if i sit there listening to it i'll listen to every single fucking time i go um um yeah. or say like like <laughs> yeah. too much or when i get really excited i sound like a fat man who can't breathe because i'm like <gasps> And I breathe in too deep or I go like that. And yep. when I listen to it back, I'm like, that's fucking annoying. Stop doing that now. And I keep, and I can't stop. And I, I show people the podcast. And I was like, listen to the way I talk. They're like, yes, that's how you talk, dude. I'm like, now listen. So like I'm sucking a fucking straw. <laughs> the and they're breath. Like, Did I you hear the breath? I, yeah. That's yeah. it. So from that point, I was like, do you know what? This is so self-sacrifice. It's, it's so damaging and toxic to what I'm actually doing. I ain't going to fucking bother. And since I've, I don't want to sound big headed at all, but since I've stopped fucking caring and stuff like that, it, it's just got better. I think it just naturally, because I don't put so much effort into like, well, careful, don't breathe too loud or don't, you know, sniff or something silly like that. I'm just like, eh, fuck it, it is what it is. It's, it's me talking to people around the world and I've got enough fans who like it. So I must be doing something right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's just raw. It's like <laughs> punk punk rock yeah that's it that's it man it's like you throw it up there on the stage or or in this case you know behind the mic and if you if people like it they like it if they don't well fuck off fuck them <laughs> um but yeah no i i'm kind of the same way i kind of i try to do everything on the fly because that's less editing for later usually i'll i'll once or twice it over and, and just kind of listen but I try not to get too deep in it because like I'll spend hours and hours and hours going through every line, putting in silencers, yeah. doing the amplification, then going back because I think maybe it's off and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it can be like a never-ending challenge. And I know some people that literally spend so much time going through and their audio sounds pristine like top notch for sure because there's no breath there's no arms there's um you know if, if someone moves away from the mic you know they adjust that level it's almost too perfect you know what yeah. i mean there's not like a lot of feeling 
And I think your podcast, actually, you get that feeling. It's almost, it really is, like, punkish. It's like punk rock. It's like fucking, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a punk rock band back in the day, and I can't right now, but it's it's raw. And I, I think, like, there's a genre, or not a genre, but a niche. You know, there's a classification for that kind of style. As long as the audio isn't shit, and your audio isn't shit, but it's not yeah. perfect. And that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like, no one's audio. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, there's there's a vulnerability factor, almost. Like, we're hmm. getting the real Adam. This is him. This is what he has. This is what he's presenting. And, and that's that. Yeah, man. Well, that's it. Now on the edge. That's exactly what I've wanted to go for. So if that's what's being portrayed, then fucking sweet. Yeah, man. That's what I heard. That's what I heard, man. And that's why I was so pumped um, when he decided to come on. Because, like, it's just you got something going on, man. You're number one on Good Pods. Your podcast is hilarious, dude. Uh, everyone out there, TFTAK podcast tftak podcast on is it on all the major podcast hosting platforms like spotify apple yeah man it's everywhere everywhere and anywhere yeah yeah man that's cool what genre would you say you are that's a tricky one because i think it comes under as comedy i think that's the branch it goes under um it could be comedy interviews but it, Really, you make make your own mind up, guys. What what you reckon? Because that's that's a major one for me. Because some of mine are some interviews are really serious, mm. like where you know I, I've got someone coming up in the future who has um, she had ulcer or well, she has ulcerative colitis and had to have her intestine removed. Ooh. So now she has a stoma, so she has to shit out of a bag on the mm. front of her. Damn and. But she's a real cool girl because I've known her for fucking years. And but we I want to make sure when I talk to her, we're not just laughing and joking about, you know, because she's very laughy jokey. I don't want to talk about, you know, all laughy jokey. I want it to be a serious thing for if anyone's listening who has IBS or bowel problems or anything like that, they can go, Oh shit. Oh, oh, this is a, this can be good for us. Oh, this is this there is a there is a light almost at the end of it. So I'm not educational by any stretch of the imagination but if i like to think that on my podcast that when we talk about an issue and it gets serious or gets a little bit sensible i want to make sure that it is portrayed as sensible because it's all right having a laugh about stuff man but there's sometimes where it's like yeah but you know like me we've spoke a lot of times about um suicide and, and deep shit like that and we always have a a little moment just to go look if you do need help Go and fucking speak to someone. Go and do this. And then you might counteract that serious bit with, or just fucking kill yourself. It don't really matter to us as long as you listen to us. And something like that to keep it light-hearted. But we do mean, you know, when, when we say that, is is being serious as well. Yeah, a little sarcasm never hurt unless um, it does hurt, I guess. I don't know. I'm looking yeah. sarcastic, then, so they get it. They're fucked. But, but yeah. Yeah, as you know, when you, when you turn things into... When you turn things into businesses and things like that, because TFTAK is now business mm. as well. Uh, when you turn things into business, you almost become, uh, well, you do, you become accountable for everything you say. Yep. Um, you've got to be careful. Mm -hmm. You've got to be careful, man. So, yeah. 
Yeah, you, you make up, uh, you bring up, rather. I don't know why I said make up. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's where my brain's going today. But um, it must have been Match.com. Anyway, I, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's podcasting journey is something. You know, it's it's like you start somewhere, and then you get to somewhere, and then you get somewhere else. It's like you, you started at 13. Then you're at two. Then you're at one. So where do you go now? Like, what's the what's the long-term goal for TFTAK? Oh, long-term. The thing is, dude, I've never had a long-term goal, goal ever with the podcast. My, my goal was literally to make a podcast with my pal, talk shit for an episode, put it up. And then I did that for the next week. And then the next week. And then I just kept doing that. Um, I don't have any long-term plans to, you know, make shitloads of money or things like that. Well, it would be nice. You know, I can't sit here and go, oh, I, I don't want to make money. From mm. you know, I fucking, true, true. Of course, but I, I don't have really any long-term goals apart from just bettering what I've already got because I love the podcast and I put a lot of time and effort into it. So it's about getting better guests. And it's like working with the guys, uh, like you say, with, with blind knowledge as well. It's helping everyone else get that leg up. And me getting the leg up from other people as well, because I never think you stop learning in this game. And I think the day you think you've stopped learning is the day you should fucking quit, because there's always something to learn somewhere. You know, about, yeah. about, that could be about your, that could be about yourself, about you spiritually, mentally, anything. Because my mind's being changed on a lot of things. And when I have guests on, um, you know, we had a flat earther on before. We, we're having another flat earther on um, in, in the future. We're having someone who... flat earthers, dude? You're like the third person today to talk about someone that's coming on about flat earth. These people are like an army. An army. Nothing against anyone that likes the flat earth. I, why isn't it a polygon or a triangle? I don't know. I think it's a big ball, but I haven't been up to space, so I'm not sure. It just seems like they're they're everywhere. (laughs) They are. They're they're literally everywhere, man. And they're and they're like deeply. um, It's it's almost it's almost like a cultish tribalism type thing where they're very. um, If you have anything to say against it, they will just fucking shout louder than you, basically, to try and put that point across. (laughs) Uh, We spoke to a guy called Brett. Who runs Flat Tat Tat on Instagram? Flat Tat Yeah, and he he was the coolest fucking guy because I had my back up as you would do because you think here we go, I'm going to get one of these guys who's just going to fucking go, oh it's flat end of, but he listened to everything we said and he's like okay yeah well that's fine that's fine but this is why I think this and it was a really good conversation to have and people have listened to that podcast and gone, do you know what? I don't think it's flat, but he let you speak and you let him speak as well. And I'm like, yes, because conversation has to be two ways. Right. You know, you can't just right. speak louder than the other person. You know, you need to be able to go, okay, that's an interesting point. This is my point. You know, because you don't learn by shouting you're wrong. Right. You know, you're wrong or you're right. So, yeah. You're closing, so- you're closing off future knowledge even or just you're yeah. closed you're closed off basically you're just not open to anything and you're gonna just gonna be defensive at that point i'm al- i'm always prepared to have my mind changed is what i've always said and you know when i've started this if you if you can prove 
if you can prove that the earth is flat by providing evidence that suffices to my expectations and i can sit there and go okay fair enough right it's flat then i'll i'll go on that side of the fence i'll jump the fence i'll choose the other hill to die on as such but you know i'm i i I'm very open to changing my mind if there's enough evidence behind it. And that's with everything I talk about with, with when it comes to aliens and all sorts of shit, man. So, yeah, that's cool. That's the intelligent way to be. I think, I think intellectuals are open to change. I mean, we're all changing. It's evolution. If you believe in that, I, I don't know. I'm not going down that road, but it seems <laughs> that there's like this ever growing, ever, you know, um, adjusting, even if you look at like generations of families, you know, there's, there's, um, improvements that are made. There are, there's progress to be made, you know, simplifications, maybe better education. Uh, you know, yeah. there's usually like a daughter who was the first one to go to college kind of thing. And that's like, that's looked upon as a big deal, but the next generation, it could be like, well, why wouldn't you go to college? You know what I mean? So there's always that yeah, evolution yeah. no matter what. And, you know, even in podcasting, especially it's like, you know, it's, there's always something to learn. Like you said, there's always something to pick up on, you know, maybe go have a back and forth with someone, you know, about, you know, why do you do this? You know, I don't like that. And why it's like, why, why don't you like it? Why, bring it up what what forced that out of your brain and into your or out of your mouth rather uh, yeah sure. where did that inspirational you know moment come from yeah I, I i think you know this is a journey and this is almost like let's bring it back to guitars you know you can write a song i mean for me personally i could write a song right and then i will <laughs> not almost immediately uh, write a version two you know, it yeah. just kind of evolves into this, like, and this is why I really never got anywhere, I think, with guitar. Like, I played out, and, like, I still love it, and I do well, you know, um, but I could never, and I still can't in music, I can't ever just be, like, finished, done, that's the finished prod, uh, product, on to the next thing. It's always, like, there's a tinkering that has to be done. Um, yeah. and I, I think that's the same thing in any kind of creative medium, whether that you're an artist or a podcaster or you know, even like a volleyball player. Let's get it out of the creative medium and go into athletics. Like there's the great always look to get better. Kobe was in the gym before anybody and he was in the gym when everybody left. And that's why he's one of the greatest. So I think your mentality's on point. I think your motivation's on point. We align there. I wish more people were like motivated and believed in it. And and it just seems like I don't know if you've noticed, but at least for me, like recently getting back into the broadcasting community, which is now podcasting, I noticed this a lot of introverts in podcasting, especially hosts. And I I don't understand it. Do you get it? Like, have you noticed that or is it just me? It's it's weird, man, you say that because there's someone who I, well, I'm not going to say his name for, because just in case he doesn't want to pull up, but someone I'm going to be starting a project with in the future, I've been speaking to him, you know, off air completely and just personally. And he's told me that he's incredibly introverted with anxiety and things like that. Um, and, and, and I'm like, what the fuck? 
this guy literally <laughs> runs his podcast, runs his own podcast with with um, you know multiple co-hosts. Um, speaks to me like you know I've never met the, the guy, obviously, but the first time I ever spoke to him, it's like we're best pals, and I'm thinking, what you have such a fucking good back and forth for someone who is saying they have this massive anxiety or um, you know introverted nature as such. And there might be me paraphrasing slightly on that on the introvert side, but I agree, man. There's so many type, introverted type characters, but for some reason they get on the podcast in game and they just, they're open up. They're fucking, they're on fire. Yeah. It's their stage. You know, it's all of our stage really. It's our, um, it's our time to shine. It's pretty cool that it does that. It's really, it's really actually deep and interesting that that, that happens. Like someone, I've gone through stages where I've in my life where I've been kind of introverted and then I've had phases where I'm like extroverted. So I kind of, I go with the motion of the ocean kind of thing. Always have. Yeah. Probably always will. I just, you know, the invert, the, I can't believe that people just turn it on like that when there's a mic right there and then they could, they could shut it off and then have a panic attack. You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. It's like, what? What chemical aligned there? Like, is it like adrenaline? Is it just you You want to get... Maybe they just want to get all of it out. Because I get that. I, I could... I want to get a thousand words in in two minutes sometimes because I'm so excited. I, I'm passionate. I love it. Um, it's it's, it's, it's cool. really weird, man. So, sorry to interject, but it's no, really weird do. when it comes to, um, like, introverted people because... Uh, I have to be very careful not to name any names now, but this is a separate story, but still relative to what we're talking about. There is a guy that I've known for years, and I mean since we were eight years old, and this guy was always a very quiet, introverted character. Um, A lot of people will know on my podcast, but won't know on yours, that I used to be part of a bike club, um, an actual MC, Um, and we're talking big boys. Wow. So imagine, yeah, so you imagine the biggest boys ever in the world. We were playing, you know, my club was very close to them. Damn. Um, yeah, so it, you, I'm not saying you have to be that kind of bravado nature, but it fucking helps, you know. And I got into the club and I was prospecting, which is obviously climbing the ranks to become a full patch member. Now, my friend, who I've known for years, was riding bikes as well and said he wanted to join in and join this club. And I was like, okay, cool, come up. He came up to the clubhouse and he he literally had a panic attack. He had a panic attack in Damn. the clubhouse and had to leave. And I was like, whoa, okay, fair enough. This guy come back to the clubhouse, joined the club as a hangaround, worked his way up to a prospect worked his way up to a full patch member of the club he's still in the fucking club now and this introverted character who's still massively introverted as soon as he goes to that clubhouse he's a completely different person he can talk in front of people there he does like the raffle draws he's completely different wow so i, I it's, a, it's a really weird thing but this is the same guy that at work he's very much determined and he can control, you know, he'll tell people what to do at work and he manages this team. If this was out and about in a situation, probably wouldn't be that extroverted type person or the confidence person. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just 
when they, and this is me generalising now, I don't know if it's when people just get the mic in front of them that they go, right, okay, I've got a job to do now. Or when that guy goes into the club or whatever. But it's a, it's a very weird um, kind of so- sociological and psychological trait that I'd love to know what goes on in their mind, though. Yeah, it's so weird. The psychology behind that is like it's almost backwards. Yeah, like I um I had an issue with stage fright, where I'd 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 have like almost a panic attack pretty much every time. Like I'd just like break oh. out into sweat, just be like, I'd either have to sit down by myself or I would just be doing ten things at once constantly, so I didn't think about it. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, I got over it, you know, eventually. I was like 10 shows in, I was like, fuck it, let's just play. And I think sometimes it comes down to that. And I think, like, it's kind of a theme with your podcast. It's like, well, fuck it. This is what's going on. Let's do it. We're going to do it my way, and it's going to be what it is. And what you're doing is working, which is um, props to you, my friend, for sure. For sure. Yeah, man. I wonder if they have a UK podcast chart somewhere. I, I don't know if they have it on good pods, but I th- yeah, they must do somewhere. Man, maybe we'll integrate it onto blind knowledge. Yeah, man. We'll, That's good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll invent it, man. If you can't if you can't find it, invent it. You know? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be somewhere. Someone would have it. I'm sure someone would fucking have it somewhere. While I got you, man, you got to tell us about your instruments. These guitars, the basses, the different string counts. Like, what what are you playing with over there? I've got, oh my God, dude, I've got like 13 guitars, so I'm not going to listen to I got time. One. I got time. I've got, BC Rich is my like go-to at the time because they're like pointy and, you know, metal. Uh, they're, they're my <laughs> they're my six they're my six string guitars most of them are bc rich um i've got next to me now is a beautiful washburn wg487 or 587 um it's you can't get them anymore they're like rocking all shit to try and buy um and mine is it's got Grover tuners on the top. For anyone who cares, it's got Grover tuners on the top. It's got a blacked-out fretboard completely because I think it looks sick. And it's got Lundgren uh, pickups in it for ultimate metal. And then I've got a Schecter Omen 8, which is an 8-string. <laughs> Damn. Um, and an I think it's got string. a 110 on top. I think that my 8-string is like a 110. So it's <laughs> big. What? <laughs> It's like a bass string. string. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Did we just say that at the same time? We did. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. I can only imagine playing that. It's not regular power chord, bar chord things. (laughs) Like you, you must have to play different chords. I would assume. You can you can play whatever you like. Really, it's all um, it's 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 tuned in a in a in a fancy way. But I'm really into my basses at the moment. I've got a PV grind six six string bass, um, and I've got two five string fretless basses because I love fretless bass. Fretless, yeah, those are smooth. They're very smooth. But I play like metal on a fretless bass. So think of bands like uh, Opeth. be a little oh, like art spire for the metal guys art spire first fragment stuff like that i like 
playing things that you wouldn't expect like a fretless bass on a metal record is a bit like oh wow that's oh yeah that sounds that's cool that's cool that's yeah. doing something different something edgy and it probably sounds badass for sure yeah man oh, i think so it's like when people incorporate different kinds of drum sets when they're doing um like garage band and digital music have you noticed yeah. have you noticed have, or maybe you've been under a rock like most people but it's all digital it's all production it's like it seems like the music industry it's like four record labels right now basically running the show um putting artists into ridiculous ball and chain contracts you know singling out the prettiest one the one with the nicest ass or maybe the guy <laughs> that has a perfect jawline doesn't matter if they're talented not talented whatever they just do good pr and they're putting good moments and the song's written for them and they have nothing to do with production and maybe they even go to the studio one or two times and sing out a key you just go into yeah. auto-tune as long as they have that stupid pretty face or whatever you know it's like that's all it's it just seems like it's all about it's it's not about the show on the stage it's about the show and social media and the mainstream and pumping up and pisses me off bro pisses me off dude where uh, are the musicians where did everybody go it's man i'm sad yeah, it sucks it's a bad time to be a musician man yeah yeah and i thought it was bad before it's it's even worse and you know <laughs> there are there are of course there's musicians out there and i I don't know about you, but I love live music. There's there's something about it where if you're there live, there's a connection. Yep. Did you ever yeah, feel I, that I connection like like on stage when you were playing a lot? Did you have that kind of connection when you'd go see like your favorite band or someone fucking rocking out? Like was it the same thing? for you no I, I never got i never got that kind of connection dude i i i, I may be the um exception but i just it become almost like work like i said i was doing so many shows robotic we were playing, you know it, it just turned into that kind of like yeah okay here we go let's just do it and you got you got it out and then the beers were free because you played for you know free beer you Hell played yeah. for fuck all money and it was just like i was yeah like 2017 I, sorry 2007 i was 17 18 so all i cared about was the fucking booze i got on stage for half an hour i made some noise and got free booze and a lift home so you know what else do i need yeah yeah it seems <laughs> like it seems like uh, basically musicians start out at least from what I've noticed nowadays musicians start out paying to play and then they get to a point oh, yeah then they get to a point where there's nothing offered but they don't have to pay so it's like you just come play and then you get beer and pizza and then you're upgraded to like maybe a hotel room and a dinner you know and then from there it's just really cash but yeah yeah, that seems to be the cycle, and then most people just kind of drop off. Paying to play sucks, man. I can't imagine. Yeah, like, we that. don't have that. We don't really have that culture over here. Where, fuck but that. not not. I saying that. I'm not saying it isn't unheard of because I know people who have paid yeah. to be on tours with bands. Can you imagine if, like, someone said, if someone come to me and said, "I'll be on your podcast if you pay me," I'll go fuck right off. I don't give a fuck who you are. 
you know yeah yeah i mean there's different there's different levels to this game for sure there's there's people that get paid to be a guest and they're that are in these guest like network circles and facebook groups and there are even whole businesses built around guests of podcasts and yeah, some of these hosts will, will shell out some dough to have the right guest. And I don't know about you. I've never paid for a guest, never paid to play. I, I think that's and not to toot my own horn or pump my own tires, but I think that's insulting. I really do. Yeah. I, I think if you take this seriously and you take it professionally, you know, what's the difference between an amateur and a pro? Pros get paid. That's yeah. real. That's really it. It's the same person, you know. You're, you're probably the same talent, you know. Maybe better. Um, maybe it's all coming together for you. But that's really what it comes down to. You know, you could play a punk show today and a punk show tomorrow, but tomorrow you're actually signed. You know, there's there's a big difference. Yeah, it don't make you any better. It don't doesn't no. change. You know what you what you do, man. Right. I, I just I I hate the idea of uh, paying to play in any aspect. I like you say. I yeah. think it's a fucking insult, man. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Let's um. Let's get back into it. So, so Adam, now that the music has stopped, now that the serious moment is here, who do you look to for inspiration in your life? Not just podcasting, not just music, like hero wise, like who do you look up to? Who's your motivator? Oh, fucking hell, dude. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen on Knowledge This Degree, dude. I go in directions (laughs) and it's... Yeah, I get a little wacky. I don't want to intrude. I don't want to push. Um, are you, yeah, it's just something that came to my brain, and, and I figured it'd be a good no, question. You know, uh, that's cool, man. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Cool. I mean, me as a person, fuck. I mean, yeah, we're getting uh, deep, bro, over here. No, it's good. People should know, man. Like, you know, I don't, I don't get a lot of chances to be. It sounds weird because the podcast is so me, but I don't get a lot of chances to tell people a lot about who i am so having a chat like this is fucking good for it nice so this was all about uh, over here behind the content man behind the creation behind the creator really i i think it's cool man i love it so yeah to 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 say in the simplest possible way the person i look up for in inspiration has got to be probably my old man my, my dad um right without on. a doubt right because on. We are, you know, we we did not come from money. We have never come from money as a family. Um, my dad has been an engineer all his life. From his father passed away when he was fifteen, so he became the man of the house at a stupidly young age. I couldn't even fucking wipe my own ass at fourteen. Um, let alone, I could I can't imagine what it's like to then, you know, to, to provide for your mum and your brother at that time so and and it's not just that it is work it's his work ethic that goes along with it my dad got um, done over for a lot of money 
when he was part of an engineering company for years and years and years. The owner was an alcoholic, um, basically fucked the business from underneath everyone else. And my dad and another work colleague of his put in a hell of a lot of money to try and save this business. And the owner took it all. And basically mm. everyone lost their job. Mm. My dad at the time, my dad at the time was probably 55 or 50. So the oh, wrong end of, fuck. yeah, the wrong end of life to be looking for a new job. Oh, um, man. Yeah. So it, it was like, what are you going to do? And but I must stress this point. We as a family, because he's got four kids. So there's my mum, my dad and four siblings. Not one of us ever knew there was a problem, ever, because he took it on his shoulders, he went out at night, went out and walked around, and he fucking cleared his head before he come home. So he wasn't coming home stressed. He was providing for the family to the point where he went and got a loan out with this other guy that got fucked over from the business, and they started their own business with nothing. And... Now he's on his like 15th or 16th year running his own business and he's got a lovely house, lovely cars. You know, he's doing great. And I look up to my dad for so much. Like I always say when the shit hits the fan, like when I'm in real trouble, like I've lost my job before where I've needed money, where stuff is mega serious. I can go to my dad and go, dad, what do you reckon? What, what do you reckon I should do? And it's always... When I've been in situations where I feel like there's no escape, um, my dad will say to me very simply, if you've still got an option, you haven't got a problem. And mm. what that basically means is if there's an option to get out of it, regardless how shit the option is, there is still an option there. So you're not in that hole all the time. There's some sort of way to get out. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't really uh, correspond with a podcast at all. But that as as a person and that strive for making shit work when it's all going a bit crap come from my old man. So, yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you answering that question because that's that's some high level. Well, it's high level in depth, I guess you could say. Uh, that might yeah, have man. been a, a contradiction, but it was deep psychology, man. Um Good for you. Props to your dad. Shout out to your dad, man. Sounds like he's doing better. You know, it sounds like, um, ah, I don't know. Uh, uh, much love to you. Much love to him. Uh, does yeah, he ever man. listen to your podcast at all? <laughs> Bizarrely, he does, man. Uh, he, he does listen to my podcast only very recently um, because only a couple of years ago, mind, he had a heart attack um, when he was at work. <laughs> so, uh he, he wasn't in the best of health and it was all a bit fucking like, oh my God, is he going to fucking die? And then I'm going to have to take over, you know, the manly duties. But no, luckily he's bounced back now. But yeah, uh, a few, um, a few episodes ago, I had on, I had my brother on, um, on one of the shows that I did. Um, let me quote the number because I want to pump that episode. If I may, it is episode 34 of mine. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, my brother suffers with depression, bipolar, mm. you name it. Um, he's very open about it because he spoke it on my podcast as well. And I decided to get him on um, and talk about his artwork because he does art as a kind of release. So I got him on to talk about it. And when my dad heard about it, he was like, oh, I'm going to give it a listen. And I was like, shit, 
do not listen to everything else I've <laughs> spoke about on that podcast because I talk about big alien dicks. I talk about, you know, fourth dimensional octopuses laying in your caravans. And I talk about weird shit. And I'm thinking my dad's going to think I'm fucking, you know, jacked up on heroin or something in my kid, you know, or tripping balls. <laughs> and um, my he listened to it only a couple of uh, weeks ago. And he went, Adam, um, uh, yeah, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, oh, this is it. It's going to be the dad talk. And uh, he went, do you know what? I want to say that was bloody good, mate. I thought we were bloody good. And I was like, oh, really? And he said, excellent. He said, you got all the point across. You really, you know, listened to what he had to say. And from that point, he now listens to every episode. Every episode that I bring out. So, yeah. That's, that's fucking awesome. You have your number yeah. one fan. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I want a number one fan, bro. Damn. Oh, I've, my, my number one fan is a guy at work called Baz. Uh, he literally when I start I started I started work I started work like four months ago um, and I was like I'm gonna fucking do the you know so I started this new job and about two weeks in I said oh I do a podcast he's like oh I don't really like podcasts blah 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 and I was like oh, I'll give it a listen he listened to every single episode from zero from from nothing wow. to the latest episode and he knocked it out in like a month and a half wow and i was like what the fuck he was listening to fucking like two hours a day of podcasts and i was like wow okay dude fair enough yeah can we <laughs> get, get a fucking life can we get ten thousand of you <laughs> yeah that's it man <laughs> yeah in the podcasting world you know if you get someone you know, that comes in, listens to your podcast, but actually goes back to listen to reruns and things you did before. That is an organic, beautiful follower that you definitely want to hopefully, you know, have them stick around because, you know, that's the spark right there. When when someone starts doing that, you're doing something right. I think it's justification. I mean, that really could be the theme of this show. It's justification. Like you started at thirteen. Yeah. You started at well. You started at square one. You didn't even have equipment. You know, <laughs> you didn't have a laptop. And then you get to thirteen, and it's like, all right, maybe this hard work has been worth it. You know, and then you boost up to two, and it's like, damn, it is worth it. All right, what can we do now? And then you hit one. You know, and I'm not you, but this is what I would think. You know, it's like. Top of the world, top of the world. Shit, I don't want to fall kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I would enjoy it for like two minutes and then be like, all right, what's next? You know? That's exactly it, man. Yeah. Exactly it. I, I got to number one and, and I'm just like, right, okay, cool. I've done something right to get here. So how am I going to fucking stay here? Yeah. It's, like, you know, it's kind next? of like you, you set the bar, you set that fucking level. I want to make sure I'm like that every single fucking week. Mm. I want to go on there every week and go, Am I still number one? Fuck yeah. Of course I am. <laughs> Let's go. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know. Hell yeah. And it's like, you have decisions to make. It's like, all right, we probably got to stay consistent because it's working. You know, what do we tweak? Do we tweak anything? You know, do you, do you make changes or do you just stick with the same format? And it's like, well, if you stick with the same format, is it going to get stale? It's tough a very, very hard it is hard man that yeah. is literally one of the hardest things because like my listeners have grown uh since since october my listeners went uh they were uh, uh, i think it's a thousand percent more wow literally yeah yeah and that is that is that is a true there so That's it's a jump 
it, it, it was crazy. And I didn't put any extra adverts in. I didn't do any. Well, I say extra adverts. I do no advertisement for it. I do nothing. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm looking at numbers. And where I was looking at tens of people, we're looking hundreds of people. And mm, like wow. I said to you before, cool. which people, you know, which people don't know, is I don't monitor my listens because I don't like it when people. I don't like it when people monitor their listens and say, "Oh, I've had so many hundreds of listens." And I think, well, okay, well, you can literally, and I know a lot of software that you can go onto Spotify, click it, play fucking six seconds, go back and play another six seconds, and it will count it as two plays. Yeah, now, you, or you only have to, you can do that for fucking ten. You do that ten times. It's only taking a minute of your day. Yeah. Now, if you get a bot sure. to do that, if you get some pals to do that, all of a sudden you've got a hundred listens, but it's one person. You haven't got any followers. So, yeah. I track my um, unique IP addresses because I want to know how many people are listening, how many different people are listening. So yeah, so I've I always beat. I used to beat myself up about the numbers when I was down to like 20, 30 a week. And I'm thinking, fucking hell, that's not really that many. But it's like, well, actually, I know one's my wife listening to it. One's my dad. Who are the others? Mm. Who the hell are the others? Good and question. like I say, man, that went, it went from that to now hundreds, you know, multiple hundreds of people every single episode. So it's like, fuck. <laughs> so someone's listening. Did you change anything? Or did you make any big changes? <laughs> I, I always laugh about it and it's not a fucking personal thing at all but it was when Aaron left when Aaron left and went his own way um, yeah it, 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 I put another I put an episode out that I've now taken down it was a five minute rant of me and it was called where have you been and what's happening next because there was a couple of weeks before uh, after me and Aaron called it quits because we actually closed the podcast down we actually stopped the whole podcast and we put all the um, Instagram up, Twitter up to say, thank you very much. Curtains closed. Thanks for the last God knows how many months. After that, um, I decided to revamp the podcast and go, fuck it. No, I'm not done yet. I've still got to do a few more bits with this. So I decided to put a five minute podcast out just to say, hi guys, it's me. I'm going to be doing it on my own from now on. I'm going to get some guests on. Let's see what happens. And it was five minutes. Then I had a guy called Shane Cummins come on um, from Realm of Unknown, and we just spoke for an hour and forty-five minutes about, you know, all the crazy shit he does, like cryptozoology, you know, cryptids, ghost stories, and stuff like that. And for fucking some reason, I went on to look at my number of plays, and it uh, sorry, not plays, my number of um, unique high P's, and it was like late sixties. It was like sixty-seven, sixty-eight, and I was like, wow. That's fucking more than the last episode. Mm. And then I kind of left it for a bit, shared it around a few places, but nothing more than I would normally do. And then it was a couple of hundred unique IPs. And I was like, what the fuck's happening here? Okay. And I think with that, I then started pushing it a bit more to, to different people, different avenues, different places. Mm. And now that's one of the best episodes I've, I've got so, in terms of, unique IPs. I actually know the one I had with um, Javier from Mexico um, is the best one so far. But yeah, so I, I don't know, man. I don't know what, what happened. So I, I didn't do anything particular. I didn't try to, get, to do it. I've been doing this a while, man, and I've been in and out of the industry, you know, and 
I've never, ever heard anyone that does unique IPs. And that's just me. That I haven't been introduced to that. But when you mentioned it, I was like, holy shit, that makes so much more sense. Because right now, analytics, you know, every platform gives them to you. But there's a margin of error. And it's it's not small. Like, then they'll tell you that, too. There's no way to actually capture the precise amount of listens like um you know ratings and downloads it's for some reason i don't know what it is maybe it's because there's so many platforms um like when i when i solicit like an advertisement or from you know reaching out to a manager or a pr rep for a guest we always mention you know what's the audience reach what's the demographic that we can compare and, and why you'd be a good guest to come on things like that it's tough to do that, like pinpoint it. You got to always give a range because yeah. everything's just like a little off. So the unique IP thing, I mean, that's like scientific approach. <laughs> that's some legit shit, man. That is like calculus. You're playing checkers. my. I mean, you're playing. <laughs> we're all playing checkers. You're playing chess kind of thing. That's what I'm feeling. But Adam, man, Adam, 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 we've been talking, we've been chilling, we had such a good conversation, unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm not sure how you look at it, um, glass half full, glass half empty, we gotta wrap it up here on Knowledge This Degree, can you tell the fine, fine folks listening where they can find your pod and maybe some of your social media? Yeah, man, you can find me on if you go to Google or your chosen browser and type in TFTAK podcast or Tales from the Animal Kingdom podcast, you can find it on Spotify, uh, Google Pods, uh, whatever the fuck, all good pods, um, uh, Apple everywhere. Uh, hit me up, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, there is a Facebook, but don't use that. And it's all at TFTAK podcast. At TFTAK podcast tales from the animal kingdom ladies and gentlemen this is adam and you're gonna hear that you're gonna hear that tftak i guarantee it they are on board here at blind knowledge they are running they are breathing they are living dude thank you so much for joining me today Thanks for having me, man. Hell yeah, dude. And we'll do we gotta do it again sometime for sure. For Definitely. sure. We we Definitely. didn't talk enough about tunings and, and strings <laughs> and what kind of pick gauge you use and all those fun things. <laughs> but we'll have to get that on the flip. My name yeah. is Joey B. This is Knowledge This Degree. Thank you so much for listening to the Behind the Content uh miniseries. Maybe it's longer now. Behind the content series here at uh, Blind Knowledge. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you next time.